real nice, real smooth. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. All right. This is Gentrified Cornbread Podcast with your host John Whiting. Uh. Oh, wow. <sighs> hey guys, it is the 50th episode of the Gentrified Cornbread Podcast. Um, uh, there's so much, yet so little that went to this podcast. Um, and I'm super excited, um, because we really up in here. Um, it started out with a $25 mic I got from Amazon. Sorry, Shanita. Um, not really a dream. I just thought it'd be funny if I just did a podcast and then, hey, you're welcome. So yeah, um, joining me today on our 50th episode um, yeah, Russell Connell. It's Connell. Uh, Con- Connell. It's Connell. I, I, I know. I like to say Connell because it sounds like John O'Connor. <sighs> wow, you've been like best friend for like six years. When yeah, I've been, I called D Darius the entire time. He's like, it's a D Darius. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like calling John with an H instead of an N. I'm just saying. Just saying. Thanks, Rissa. You're welcome. Um, is it Risa? Like no. Risi, <laughs> no. Risa Pieces. That's weird. Okay. No. Well, sorry like four, for butchering your Rissa. name. Four? Like four. Like four. I, I, well, my parents Bo. sometimes say fur. I say pho. Like, it's a different... I'll take either or, you know. It means mighty in the world. <laughs> uh, my brother told me that John means gay. Does it? Really? <laughs> it was like a happiness. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, I wouldn't be I mean, there's uh, plenty of different names. I'm but... going to research it while we're on. Oh, thank you. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah, fiftieth episode. Um, I want to get started with one of the greatest topics of all time. Um, first and foremost, Farissa, Arissa, Arfovrissa, Arissa. Mm-hmm. Um, so yesterday I got my um, <laughs> I got a dude. Oh, this is good. What is it? It what? means. It's a Hebrew word meaning ha- Yahweh has given, so meaning to give, and it goes into like so your name mm. means to give. I think that's to that's, give gayness. No, but I think that's <laughs> like you give good friendship, you give good love, you give good, you know, you make good food earlier. That was good. Yeah, I've upgraded my basic chicken and rice to a little bit. It was more gourmet, seasoned. y'all. It gourmet was chicken and rice. I probably flicked my wrist six times total today, and I made three meals. So, you're welcome. Fancy. Yeah, yesterday, um, Arissa got here, and immediately, besides um, doing something that she would appreciate, I made her hold my hand during <laughs> getting a new tattoo. Um, and I was thinking about this during the entire time. Um, I did post a picture. It's like me on on the uh, little awning thing, and I was like this laying. I was like laying down. I'm like, Ugh. and he didn't even give me photo credit, people. As you can see, if you were on his social media, that was a pretty bomb picture. Oh yeah, shout out to uh, people who normally do stuff for me, and I don't give them credit for it. You're welcome. <laughs> In general, but uh, yeah, I was thinking about um, people who get like that full by like twelve hour sessions. Yeah. Um, at a certain point, you have to enjoy pain. Um, not like I got like a little small, a little small baby one, but I feel like at a certain point, you're just sitting there, you're like, yeah, 
<laughs> just, just like hearing like just ink just like being like stuffed into your skin. You're like, this is fine. I really enjoy this. I'm gonna. I made a great decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm one of the lower. Like I can't stand pain, and I think I enjoy it a little bit. You know. Wait, you don't like pain, but you enjoy. Yeah, yeah even though, yeah, like even like I have like a low tolerance, tolerance, but also at the same time, I think it's like this is fine. I mean, I feel like I have a high tolerance of pain. I don't. I don't think anybody really enjoys pain. I mean, well, I guess people like spicy food. That's kind of painful. I like spicy food. Yeah. And stuff. It gives that feeling, but um. Hmm. see people like cover like Wiz Khalifa's like mostly covered in tattoos yeah like you like did what's not tattooed <laughs> like because you know they get those those painful areas um i don't know i feel like that's i got my first like, tattoo oh yeah and it was on my wrist for those on live it's on my wrist it says be still and it really it hurt it was like glass cutting in my skin yeah not the right. and will i get another one probably so Later on, maybe like when I'm 37, I'll get a tattoo. Later. Oh, yeah, you mentioned um, you want to get a face tattoo. You want um, a little, ta- a small little cheek tattoo of Face Evans, like right below your a left face cheek. Face Evans, yeah. that was the best you could come up with. That's what People love to lie, y'all. Okay, let me tell you. Mm-mm. Well, no face tattoos here. No ice cream cones. Well, this you uh, if you ever go to an actual like club or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or a decent, a halfway decent bar always says, no face tattoos are, really? are like weapons. <laughs> it's like those two things. Yeah, I was like looking, I was, I was going out in Alarma Square. Isn't that not discrimination if somebody said you can't come into their club because you have a face tattoo? Well, ta- well it says tattoos above the neck, which is pretty Really? Cool. Yeah. That's um, so If you go to like yeah. a, like halfway decent bar, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those like military veteran type lodges kind of bar. Maybe. Well, like, um, yeah, but it's, it's weird because, like, the, there's, like, the, the ones that are, like, higher end. Um, and I don't know because I know there are, even though people may not seem like it, but there actually is, um, a, you know, a decent gang population. Uh, oh, gang, I guess. Yeah, so, but mm. it's still, like, <laughs> hey, guys, no blacks allowed. I don't know what you guys do on your free time, but you're not going to do it here. That's why I kind of feel like there's a lot of face tattoos. You see them. If there's a face tattoo, it's like very. What is discrimination nowadays then? Because I would feel I if I had a tattoo on my face, and somebody told me I couldn't come into their establishment because I had a tattoo on my neck or face, I would feel like they're discriminating me and stuff because mm-hmm. it's art, you know, first and foremost. So I don't know. And then we live in like a society nowadays where like everybody's kind of like I have a right, you know. Which you do to an extent. We all do. We all have human rights. But what does that, that boundary or what is that fine line? Um, I, I think at this point there is no, there is no line. Because is I am. Is it um, invisible? Is it, is it, is it a comfortability thing then? Would, then would that be you guys don't want people who don't look like you into your establishment? Which falls under discrimination. And then, you I know. I blame Tumblr. Yeah, you know? Well, because, like... Like, I heard of, like, dress codes and stuff. Like, oh, the dress code is this, or the dress code is that. But even then, it's just still like, well, dang. Well, um, it's weird because also, to me, um, when I'm walking with my um, affluent middle-class friends (laughs) into a bar, and I, me personally, when I see 
like a face tattoo, I'm like, I more want to like appreciate it. Um, I'm like, that's cool. Oh man, I want to. But whenever other times I do see face tattoos in general, um, either it's like a small thing, like little teardrops. Like, oh, oh, that's cute. Or it's like, cute. This <laughs> is all over the actual cranium, and I didn't really know if that was a gag or not. I just thought that was cool. Yeah, but, I have family who have like head tattoos. No face tattoos, like more face piercings. Yeah. But if you out there. And you have a face tattoo, we can totally be friends. And just know that I would never discriminate you. And that John and I both like people well, with face let's tattoos. Let's see, like, a dead baby being stabbed by a pitchfork, like, on your face. But I do see, like, those crazy ones. I'm just letting you know. I'm not, maybe because you live in Colorado. We don't. Florida's oh, not cra- in Florida. Oh, Florida's not in crazy, Florida. but. Not in Florida. I've not, we, I don't think we've ever gotten that far. I love my state, y'all. The. I'll never forget that day where I saw three separate incidents of somebody eating somebody else's face off. He did not see that. He saw it on the news, if anything. This person here only has been to Florida, like, what? Ten times? Not even. I live in Savannah. Like, I lived there on accident. I went in Savannah. I lived there on accident. <laughs> Savannah's pretty much north Florida anyways. Mm-mm. Shout out to the Geechee National Wildlife Forest. What? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Savannah is pretty much north Florida. I, I know some good Savannah people, and we're not. They're not North Florida. They're not driving what That's Tallahassee, Pensacola. It's oxymoron. What you know, good Savannah people. <laughs> Sorry, Clearly, he's saying Savannah people are not good. But. Yeah, everybody in the high school knew. I'm like, man, you guys suck. Like what? And then I read out the graduation room. <laughs> man, I mean, I think uh, being a good friend. Um, is making fun of people and running away. Mm, you actually do that to me a lot. A lot. I used to like hit people and run away like, when I was younger. Yeah. Like, smack. That was your... Now I gotta go on this voyage. It's not um, cool. Well, at a certain point, when you're with friends, if you're too, if you're too relaxed, you should be able to open up and say like terrible things like naturally. Yes, I feel like there should definitely... Like, like a little roasting, like a little, little bit of... Seasoned salt, not too much. Yeah, a good roast every once in a while. Just to see, you know, yeah. toughen your friends up a little bit. I've, I'm a believer in that. My friends roast me. It's okay. I take it and stuff. But I can dish it back to my sarcasm. I speak very fluent in, into it. So. But I try to say things really, really for real, for real, out of love. Like, well, roast me real quick. You do your best. Do your really quick roast. He already has a milk duck head, so there's really not much I can roast. Oh, thank you. Too too bad, you know. It's like a good classic high school line. Do you know light work? You know. You said that in high school to me when I was 16. I probably would have even talked to you in high school, to be honest. Because I was so beautiful. No. I wore my brother's clothes from 2003. Oh. I just got that image in my head because he's he's like really tall and then the Fubu shirts making a comeback. Yeah, we're really, really getting up Champ there. is Champ is making a comeback. A lot of uh, these 90s yeah. things. I feel like, first of all, people want to just relive the 90s because it was a really good era and stuff. The economy. Can we relive the 90s economy? Because your girl was in the upper middle class, okay? We was up there. Okay? Toys on deck. Anything at PlayStation. Oh, slight work. Okay? People weren't stressing. Now. Now look at us. Nothing people trying bad to happened in the job. 90s? The you that you were like really like chill for a while like what, what was like 90s like what is 
the economy like the economy though was good in the 90s way better than what it was now you know when the economy was really booming in 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 history in the 60s in the 20s oh in the (laughs) yo we're literally booming please help us we are exploding On the racial issue, no, it wasn't good. But it wasn't until, what's that president's name? Um, JFK? Not JFK. Reagan. FDR, over again. Yeah, Reagan came after JFK, right? Or like a couple, no. No, like, but it was, it was a couple It after. was in between. In between, like, seven. It was like Jimmy Carter, Richard Nixon, and all No, it stuff. was Jimmy. It was Jimmy. I know it was Jimmy. Because Whoa. Jimmy, he, he he's one of those Whoa. presidents that he just kind of, he's a blur. Like, he good people, but really, are you, were you good people? Because he said that people were spending too much money. Like, we needed to stop spending money in the 60s or 70s, or, late 60s, 70s, something like that. Yeah, I need to stop buying this can okra, bro. Can okra? Like All that, these That's not. Don't get your vegetables seats. out of a can if you can't help it. But, I mean, what? I've eaten some green beans out of a can. I'm not bougie or denying it. Like, eat your canned goods, but if you can eat the good stuff, eat it. I was, I was only going to cook specifically, specifically, canned greens and corn. I hope you didn't notice. I don't eat greens. I eat spinach, but I don't eat greens. I don't know if that loses my black card or not. But everyone, I mean, my dad's white, but he eats <gasps> greens you and okay? cabbage. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I meant the, the black half. Are you okay? I'm like, oh, yeah, you, oh get the, gosh, you get the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like the taste of greens. And everyone's like, uh-uh, you ain't have my greens yet. Because if you if greens taste good to you, that means you've done something terribly amazing to them where it's not healthy anymore. Like I think uh, one of my one of the things that I despised as a kid that always tastes good by my mom was like that canned string beans. Yeah. Like if you if you like went open a can of string beans just ate one, like I always judge like if I just ate that like I I throw up. It's terrible. Really. But like how I make them, which is terrible, of course. I just salt salt. Ginger, whatever, whatever you got. This is yeah. <laughs> deep fried. I love a good season. His his chicken, y'all. I'm trying to tell you, his chicken was really good. It was seasoned well. It was tofu. His potato. He had made potatoes earlier. Oh, well, your chicken tofu was seasoned well. His potatoes were perfectly seasoned. Takes Walmart season it for me. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, go to Walmart. Good job. Proud of you. Thanks. Proud of you. Um, but yeah, um, and that's um, one thing that's strange that I always thought about was. How, um, like, black people, if you eat a certain food or if you start getting into it, I feel like now it's, it's starting to get really, people are really starting to understand, like, hey, you can't always go to Popeye's. People are not even going to Popeye's. If I say Popeye's or KFC or whatever out loud, they're like, what? <laughs> like, make it, like, don't do that to yourself. I don't know if I'm just at the point in my life or just because we live around the internet and stuff. If somebody brings Popeye chicken, I'll eat it. I'm not going to lie. But I won't probably go out my way to go get it. Like, when yeah. I, when I, if it's, like, you know, fast food options, I'm not going to choose Popeye's. But Popeye's chicken does, like, the the crunch of the chicken does sound wonderful right now. I'm not going to lie. There was a... I mean, there's never... At any point in your life, if you felt upset, just think... I always thought about, like, Fried chicken. Like when I when I when I was younger, um, uh, at my Crawley family reunion, we there's only like one at that time. It was like one place to go get food. There's only there's a Popeyes, no Bojangles. So I feel like 
they kind of cross between me. Um, but Dingus and Popeyes like yeah. kind of the same to me. Um, there's only that one place beside the gas station off of the highway. We always went there, and I always think about that when I'm upset. Like memory, memory, you skip potato wedges and coleslaw, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like that makes me like instantly happy. And yeah. I remember I was really sad like after school one day, and I was teaching in Norfolk, and of course like you can find a chicken place pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let me let me get this boat jangles. And I was like, oh, seven one day. I was like kind of happy. It was like a like, it was a, like nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, it was like a three piece two side meal for like four forty nine or something. So well, I was that's like, that's a good deal. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. I ate like one drumstick, and how immediately I felt terrible and awful. Not emotionally or mentally, just physically ill. <laughs> like, uh-huh. which is, oh, ow. I, I felt like I wanted to, like, throw up. And then I thought about the precious scene when she was eating chicken. Um, oh, she threw my, <laughs> That's, like, an extreme. Like, you kind of went, you went down memory lane and then switched. Yeah, that was, and I don't know, like, it's, it's always those meals that I think about. Like, my mom, like, she isn't really making this anymore because mm-hmm. now you see how it affects people as they yeah, get older. Yeah, their health. I, I don't know. My childhood KFC experience was always, like, when somebody dies, they, like, bring food, like, tons of food, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to the house. And, like, I just remember it was like that. It was like, I don't know what deal KFC had, but it was like a chocolate cake and... Like a bunch of chick, like a twenty-piece chicken, biscuits, wedges, or sides, or something, and so many people brought that, and like you know, we are all over there at my grandma's house, so we had to eat it and stuff. Like you know, I didn't have no say because I clearly was a broke kid. No, <laughs> I don't want this, girl. What? Me <laughs> about what if you you're want. Not, If you're not and not making ducats, why are you here? Yeah. So I don't know. I always that would be my like I don't know connection. And stuff to chicken. Yeah. It was good times, though. Like, I remember, like... Like, you... I, like... I don't know. It's just, like... Do, do y'all have Czech sodas, like, in Virginia? Like, checkers? Like, Czech. It's, like, Czech. It's, like, an off-brand, off-brand store soda. There's two... I mean, I remember mainly Big K and RC Cola. That's all I remember. Oh, my gosh. That's so weird. Well, if you had check out there, you're a real one. The cream soda, strawberry soda. I'm trying to think what else. If a, if a two liter thing of soda costs 89 cents, I feel like I might not want to drink this anymore. I mean, but back then I was like, <laughs> you ever had a peach? Oh, the peach sodas, y'all. Y'all remember that? That was really good. Peach and cream soda were like childhood. Was the first time I had peach soda. Family like, reunion. Like it ruined my life. What that peach was, soda? I that's when I think that's when make, mm. I became like um I got really really big when I was like eight or nine. My um auntie I was staying with her in um Georgia mm-hmm. and she made what did ah, I remember she made this like shrimp scampi, which I love to this day still. I'm gonna make some tomorrow actually. I love shrimp scampi. I think you don't like seafood, do you? I like seafood. I'm from Florida. Oh yeah, you like seafood. You but places. What kind of seafood y'all have up in Colorado? Where y'all where y'all fishing? Well, I guess I'll lay. Where are you getting street shirt from? <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a at my auntie's house. We had I had shrimp scampi along with peach soda for the first time ever, and I drank three. That's like a bad combination. That doesn't even sound a peach. I was hashtag blessed slash dead. I had three bowls of pasta, maybe three, like, like the regular. But that sounds like a bowl. real good black like meal. I am not gonna lie. That's that's how I died. Of course, like garlic bread. Well, here you are to live. Shout out to your auntie because she made some some five shrimp scampi and I never had it, but maybe she did. You have three bowls and it sounds delicious. Well, also, 
hey, here you go, John. Eat whatever you want. Can I have thirds? You're the only person here. Go ahead. You know, when you, like, speak of your childhood, you know what photo I remember, like, is your clarinet picture. Yeah. I always, when you say your childhood, I go to that picture. That's pretty much it. That was probably, I remember that day, because that day also, um, I don't mean to be <laughs> TMI, but I uh, made jazz, man. <laughs> and tenor, uh, I played a tenor sax and a bass clarinet, and I was elated. That's good. Congratulations. That's a good accomplishment for young John. Thanks. That's really good. Like, um, I did the Tiger Woods uh-huh. thing. Like, you do, like, <laughs> can I beat up my rival at a middle oh, school base on at rival? Oh, wow. Um, and oh, that would be a good segue to our next topic. Um, real quick about, um, I know you guys can hear the dog bark. Let me see. I can't find it. Like, that mic is really good, so. Um, but when I was younger, younger, er, mm-hmm. younger, yes, like a year before, I, I really got into the exquisite bass clarinet. Um, there was this kid, he was like by far the best bass clarinet sixth grader in the whole school, which our school was amazing. We won like state championships, all blah, county, blah, blah. All that yeah, like we weren't messing around. Um, and I was by far the worst. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna do gym, and I was like, yeah, I was over it. Um, but this kid, um, he was so good. Uh, we live in the same neighborhood, so you know we had that rivalry. Rivalry, well, I can't say that word I love. Um, yeah, and he said, like, hey, um, I know you're not playing bass clarinet anymore. You probably should quit. Like, stop playing. Like, I remember he, like, he sat down beside me as I like, was packing up. So it was an intimate setting. He's very close to me, and he told me that. And we weren't friends. <laughs> so imagine a kid telling you that. Um, that's where I realized... Um, I don't have room for these f boys. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think. It, I don't think it was just him, but like eventually, like I got really, really good, and I beat him out for in eighth grade. I finally beat him out for first chair. Um, not only did I feel empty inside, <laughs> but also I was like, let's keep going. Um, but yeah, I think and and I'll. It's a segue to the next topic I want to talk about. Uh. When do you do things for yourself versus just trying to out <laughs> do somebody? Uh, I mean, are you talking about like, okay, so I was actually thinking about this. You can like choose one thing. I know it's like a broad Yeah, question. but you know like when people say, um, oh, wait, I'm going to do, oh. Uh, Adam Dilly can go fuck yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> I hate Adam Deal. If I see you in the streets, I'm probably like a foot taller than you, but I don't like you. I hope you're doing decent, but not, like, too good. Okay, that's it. Go ahead. Oh, that was a kid? Yeah, the name's Adam Deal. Oh, my God. From Chester, Virginia, with the Thomas Hill High School. Wow. Wow, you remember. You know when people <laughs> are like, I'm going to make my haters my motivators and stuff? I I don't even acknowledge. That doesn't even fuel me personally and stuff. Um, at one point, I was... I don't know. I've never had. I've never been like upset at girls for the most part. Where I'm like, I'm gonna prove to her that I'm the better person. I've never had that. If anything, my <sighs> this is so lame. If anything, I, I would try to get back. Would be like if an ex like broke up with me. I'm gonna prove them wrong that I'm the best thing. But after this previous year, I'm kind of like I don't. I'm tired of proving myself to people who don't matter. So I kind of. 
uh, my mindset is just shift. Like, if I'm going to fuel my energy, I want, like, good fuel. So, like, you know, like, you have, you burn something. You ever burn something that's, like, chemical? Like, they say, don't put that in the, like, the charcoal bags or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's a chemical burn. Like, we don't do chemical burns. I, I associate that with making your haters your motivators or, like, you know, trying to prove something wrong. Because at the end of the day they are them and you are you and you are going to be where you're supposed to be regardless so if I fuel myself with good positive energy or like you know what I love my mama and my daddy and my sister and my niece and nephew I'm gonna use them as my motivation to you know whatever I want to make not necessarily want because you can't make anybody happy you can enhance I want to enhance their happiness and when they're happy I'm enhancing my happiness I'm gonna use that to put me there so I don't I wouldn't agree with that yeah, I think um, at the end of like the actual story, where I felt I didn't feel yeah better, cause like it was a clear like I'm obviously better, but yeah. like, what is what did it mean to me then? Um, I mean, I knew what it meant to me. Like I was pretty into. But that, I mean, if I was a kid though, I probably yeah, would've been like I was pretty <laughs> hyped. I was if you know it's like, I was I was flexing clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hit the Van Dorn reach. I got the three and a half strength. You know, you know what I do. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, um, I think later on, when I really started, I think college, because when I, you know, most people, when you get there, you're more free to think about, like, what makes me happy. Right. Or you might think about what makes you sad. <laughs> and then, you know, it makes you even more upset. But, like, in college, I'm like, I got to figure out what makes you happy. Like, I was sitting, like, I have, like, every single thing. I now have the resources. I have people like-minded like me. Like, what helps me get up out of the morning get up and go um and one of the things that were really positive in my aspect was um just positivity um the first year trash the second year um like i met a lot of people who were just naturally just good people um and it made me think a lot about what what what's their secret like i was like what are you doing but I feel like I was then relying on that person. Like, what are you doing? I want to do that too. Um, and I was wondering if that was, if that's still the case. Am I still, even though it's not like, I'm not looking at negativity, not looking at that positivity thing, but it's still this sort of like plastic, this synthetic happiness, which I've like figured out. Um, now, of course, much later now, I figured out what, what I need in life. But even with the haters and motivators, it was like, I kind of flipped it. There were the good people dandelions, <laughs> in a way. Like, so you want to motivate your haters? Well, it wasn't even that. It was, it was, like, the, it was like, when I say complete opposite, it was like the complete opposite. <laughs> it was like, that person's happy. Mm-hmm. How can I make them happier? And yeah, I feel like that was... kindness, like, for real. I feel like that was... It's still like an empty thing to do, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's empty. I've done that. I have actually do that quite a bit where I'm like, this person doesn't like me, so I'm going to go out my way to make them like me. That can be toxic in the sense of you're trying to please somebody who you're not supposed to want. First of all, please. You're not supposed to please anybody, and they can't please you. So, yeah, it can be a double-edged sword in that sense. But I still think you should be kind to, like, your worst enemies because that's what we're called to do. We're called to, like, love. And everything regardless. And if they, like, slap your cheek, turn around and let them slap the other one. But don't slap me, John, because I'll throw them bows. 
what are you, what are you talking about elbows now? We were just chilling. We were just chilling. We were having a good slap box, and you pull out a knife. I'm like, nah, that's not gonna work on me. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but one scenario where I'm gonna test what you just told me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was probably one of the greatest people my roommate D and I met in our entire lives. Um, it was his uh, land, not landlord. <laughs> it was an RA, or CA, whatever they called it. I don't remember. Um, and he was like, of our floor, he was like the dude, you know, who's like patrolling. I'm on patrol, and I'm on patrol. And um, he was a nice guy. Um, I wanted to make him feel welcome, like calm. I didn't want him to be like, who's this guy? And I was like, hey, hey, I'm John. What's up? How you doing? Cool, cool. That's fine. Um, but it was sort of. I feel like I saw myself in this dude, um, and I'll tell you why. Um, quick story. Uh, this guy really wanted to be friends with people, everybody in the hallway. He wanted to be friends. Like, not cool, not like, hey, I'm here, call me, mm-hmm. you need me. Let's be friends. Not just friends, maybe even best friends. Um, at times, he would knock on the door. Um, I would not answer because I knew it was him because he had a very signature knock. Uh, you know, I'm just like chilling. I'm chilling. You know, I'm saying I'm, I'm watching some uh, Jake and Finn, Adventure Time. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, me and D just kind of jamming out. Um, you know, uh, but he would walk in after knocking on the door without us answering it. He would unlock the door, walk into our apartment. Could be living in all this is on campus apartment. It's not a dorm. It's on campus apartments. Yeah. <laughs> so he would, I think I visited there one time. Yeah, you were there. Um, <laughs> he walked in. Um, <laughs> Me and D were in, we were in D's room for like, he's in here. He's like, did you let him in? We were whispering. Did you let him in? The door lock? Yeah, door's always locked. Yeah, we were like whispering. He's like, oh, you got Like, because the fact that, the reason why we hid, besides <laughs> saying we're here, um, is because we lied and told him that we were um, busy. We were not busy. We were just sitting there. Um, but you could be busy doing nothing like yeah. and if yo and if that's what you wanted to do with your time he was trust he was that was a bad ra yeah because um, he was like and like that's your downtime like yeah it was we were busy with we were busy with not wanting to hang out with him but if someone else if someone anybody else in the world asks us hey y'all busy like how we're not busy but you know with him like because you know we right. know who he is um no we, we're busy only only when you ask. Um, so, at one time, me, our D and I, we um, hid in his closet. Um, well, I hid under the bed. He hid in the closet. I and we did not work. We did not breathe. I thought about it, we were like... The guy came in y'all's room? He knocked on the door trying to open it. I'm like, D, we need to do something. He's like, Lisa. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he's like knocking on the door, and he he opened it, like then he opened my door, which nobody's in there, um, and then he left. Um, so I don't know why I told you that story. I thought that was just really strange. Well, you said you were trying to test my my way of action. I mean, it's one thing <laughs> to be nice to people. I don't think that's anything wrong with being kind to people and stuff. But some people are not saying that they're difficult to love or difficult to get along, but you have to set boundaries. And I feel like if somebody's crossing your boundary, personal boundary, then they're not being a good friend and they don't need to, they don't deserve to be in your presence. And you can still be kind to them from a distance and afar, 
but your time, your space is valuable and stuff. And, like, you set those boundaries for you to operate in your best self. And I feel like, just from that scenario, I feel like, I mean, he clearly was dealing with a lot of insecurities if he was just, like... Empty shell of his former self. Huh? Uh, I guess he... Like, when you get older, he's just an empty shell of his former self. But he had no former self because he was just an empty shell before, so I guess he's just... <laughs> I mean, people are trying to find... Excuse me. People are trying to find themselves. So, I mean, he probably was putting on a facade or wanting to, like, you know, be that go-to person for everybody or, like, you know, just, you know, go out his way. But, I mean, he was clearly breaking, like, some FERPA law, I'm pretty sure. Oh, he was super Like, the fact that you abuse your power to, like, unlock people's doors and stuff. Oh, I'm not going to say his name out loud because I feel like he'd actually get in trouble for that. Yeah. Sorry, Tanner. Um, anyway. Oh my gosh. Tanner, I I think you're a cool guy, but no, he's not. you kind of crossed the boundary. And if it was me, I'm the type of person I would have <laughs> went to your, your uh, what's that, resident director and told them on you. Because like, hey, you, we don't do that. I was a CA before mm. in college. I would be damned if I did. Like, I didn't even want to walk the halls to make sure my residents were like, where they supposed to be, so. I thought it was one of the more stressful jobs for, like, free, like, tuition or yeah. free room board. Yeah, that's, like, like a lot. That's like on a Thursday. You're right, just like, and oh. you're just, like, I feel bad for the ones who have to, like, stay. Shout out to all the RAs and CAs, though. You're a real one if you are RA and CA and stuff. That's you're Because you're, like, a mental, like, a, a health coach, you know, somebody's parent, somebody's brother or sister. Like, you you wear so many hats than being a full-time student, probably trying to have your own social life, dealing with your own drama. And you just trying to make, you know, you make it out. Shout right? out to Rick. So, I had some of the best RAs in my life. They've been cool people. My best friends have been RAs. And that's why I became a CA. Not officially a CA. I had to go through the thing because I could not. I, my time is valuable. But I would like when the RAs and CAs had the meetings, I would be the person there. And I'm like, ooh. And I would do everything that the RAs or CAs would do. Reminded me in college I when I was like super busy. When I like had to figure out, do I want to sleep on the front campus lawn or do I want to sleep in front of my dorm? That was super busy. Like, oh my god. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> Ooh. Um, oh, I just realized I don't think I even know these acts how to pronounce his real name. Sorry, D. I don't know. Like, I call you Jamal. Like, you'll figure it out. Darius. 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 I mean, not like it's important to him. Obviously, it's only it's been. It's like somebody calling you John with an H. If you go out your way to call me John with an H, then we're throwing hands. But the, um, and there you have it, folks. I don't know. But it's very it's very important. It's like super important only when it matters to me. If if it's the same thing that makes like you upset and makes me upset, mm-hmm. let's think about me first because uh, self-love, 2K18, also self-high amount of uh, conceitedness, 2K18. Uh, I'm all about self-love. Every day, um, not just 2018, but this year, I'm definitely focused on myself. But I'm being fo- I'm being selfless. Where I love y'all, but I got to make sure I'm good. So I will say no to some people that I love to better me, and that might mean me not going to a party, which that happened. I felt so bad because I was supposed to go to a Fourth of July party, but I felt overwhelmed because I was going to go out of town. And you really have to listen to your heart and your mind because. I don't, I don't know if it was social anxiety. I just couldn't 
go like I was just like in my head envisioning everything like the conversations and that was just like mm, I need to just clean and get my room together and I, was, I just stayed home and did that on 4th of July it's probably not the not most like American missed, thing like, in a, not like you missed like a wedding yeah yeah it was also one of my best <laughs> friends and she did invite me and like mm. you know I always try to be there for y'all John's my best friend y'all well one of them I'll say you're like you know, I mean you're up there but you know I made the list for John's best friend. Um, I think um, you asked me to be your best friend, so let's not get it twisted. Well, to let you know, <laughs> there's certain criteria for you. Like you're at best friend level. Um, you're you know with D Lena. I'm not a D or Lena. They're up there. They're no, up I mean no. Your guys are on the same pillow. Oh, we're on the same. Pe- wow, that's it's a good. Not, that's not, a good. D and Lena. Oh, I know D and Lena. You're listening. You guys. Out of all, like, I have, like, five, six, maybe seven best friends. You guys are, like, two of, like, really good best friends. You know, people did not visit me in Colorado. I'm talking about Catherine, Marissa, Benicia, uh, Lauren. Thanks, guys. Just letting you know. Okay. Whatever. I hate all of you. First of all, Dianita, y'all were a real one because y'all put in some years of work with living with this guy. Well, it's not that. It's more of how I met them. That's the real, like, trauma. Oh. Um, cause like D and Lena, like it wasn't like, hey, what's up? I'm John. Oh, sweet. I'm D. I'm Lena. Cool. Boom, bam for friends. Lena, like it was more of, I stared at her for like three months in the back. I'm like, <laughs> you're not gonna be my best friend. And it was really bad for somebody to do because it's very stalkerish. But I was very, I was super aggressive. I'm like, I got food. Um, you want to go do it again? <laughs> you want to go to a concert? Oh my god! I was really aggressive with her, and then, like I know I freaked her out for a while. But once I, I think I'm winning point. I think the twelfth meal I bought her from the cafeteria, she was like, eh, whatever. So that was that was like a lot of like a trauma. So you, from, you bribed know. her to be your friend? Yeah. And then we just became friends. And then we yeah. And then we went to Willy Wonka on edibles, and we were fine. And then D D took maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. I think that because we lived together our second year, but. We I think we finally became friends when um we we started sharing video games. Oh, <laughs> and that's off the middle of our. That's software, a yeah. definitely next level friendship. Yeah, cool. like it's like D can I borrow your PS3? It's like what? <laughs> um, I think that was I don't know like that like those people like I know like like they're still like good friends today. I'm honored to be in that lineup because I admire both of you guys so. Uh, me and John? No. Because I think John, me and John are pretty pretty tight. Any time about D and Lena, are you? D and Lena. Shout right. out to y'all. Um, okay. <laughs> but no. How did we meet, John? I don't remember. Wow. I think you were stalking me on Facebook. I... Isn't that it? <laughs> You're like, hey, that's friend, not, that's I don't not the know complete. who you I are. I saw he was friends with don't one worry, of my John, other friends. And I was like, he seems like a cool person. I'm in the same. First of all, we were interns. Yes. McCoy. Shout out to Adam McKeel. We were interns and in the same program, but they separated the interns. So some interns went on a different. (laughs) I think it sounds so terrible. We just joined different regions. Yeah, we had different regions. So we were in different (laughs) little groups. It was like two groups of interns. And there was like, what, 20 of us in each group? I think so. Yeah. So they brought in a lot of interns. And Adam, I knew him from college. And he was like hanging out with this guy. And I was going off to Alaska. So I really wanted to like know 
everybody in the program. So like the person I am networking wise, I just added requests to him, which he accepted my friend request. So I initiated, but we were just Facebook friends for a year, and he put up some good. You put up some good music, like some childish. I remember. Oh, I mean, said that he did the the music I made of the after uh, on Friday afternoon. Yeah, he, you so always that was put up terrible. You but you put up like you always put up music or share things that I would like and I would comment. So it was kind of like, who's this girl commenting on on stuff? Then guess what, y'all? We met each other the next year. Yeah, in the um, summer, and he asked me to be his best friend. And you didn't have a choice. Yeah, I didn't. He made me take a picture and everything. I, like, have the picture still. Oh, I want to see it. Huh? I want to see it. I don't uh, you don't remember this? I remember, when I, I remember when I asked people to be my friend. Like, it's a big deal to me. Yeah. Because people were like, oh, yo, yeah, he's my, he's my best friend. You know, you go out with somebody hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's my friend right here. I'm like, not, not your friend. I did not ask you to be my friend. We're hanging out because we had mutual interests. I have not. It's an actual application process. It is a big deal. Well, I'm glad I made the cut. Yeah, I mean, you got a, um, you had the expedited. I got expedited heavy. Yeah. Let's look at all these pictures, shall we? It's three pictures. It's a lot. Three, 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 three. Why is it not? Okay. It's rejecting the idea that. <laughs> this is, well, this is us Instagram live. Okay. That was the worst close-up. Ooh, why would that? Do? Okay. Well, I'm gonna look through all those later on because I'm okay. gonna stare at them in a minute. Yeah, look, that's when I came. I'm showing him a picture of when I came to visit him. That was an interesting trip because my other best friend, we were leaving a conference and we went out our way in Georgia. You hear me? That was. I was like, I don't think this is on the way at all. <laughs> like, I don't worry about it. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, it's Sunday. You know, I gotta, gotta. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, friendships to me are, it's very strange because if you're with anybody at all, like mm -hmm. if you really truly have a friend and you want to call that person your friend, like I need to A, figure out what is your tolerance of putting up with me? <laughs> That's one. Two, if I do something really stupid, true. are you going to walk away or are you just going to at least stand right? there and like... And watch you do like, something stupid? Just like... Uh, or participate with um, something stupid. Yeah, well, like, I don't need that. I don't need people to participate with me. But I know, like, when I was meeting people here, when I do something stupid, I love doing stupid stuff. Not, like, crazy, like, oh, my God, the dude's eating a hot dog that's on fire and he's throwing up on people. I don't do that. It's more of, I hear a song, like, I'm walking down the street, hear a song over a car, and I start, like, like dancing. The last, like, I realized one of my pet peeves is when <laughs> people are like, what are you doing? Because you know why I get upset when people ask me that question? Because they see what you're doing and they ask you what you're doing? No, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, it just happens. Just don't, you don't ask me what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know. Do we ever know, Carissa? Yeah, I kind of know <laughs> what I'm doing. Well, think about this. When you are... Well, why am I doing what, what I'm doing? It might be, if I'm dancing, it might be because I'm happy. It might be because I feel, you know, something in my soul. You know, I just can't control. Yeah. And if and I'm yelling... Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> if I'm yelling uncontrollably um, in the middle of, like, uh, little five points, don't ask me what I'm doing. 
doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Why? At this point, whatever I say is not going to make any sense, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you a lot. Okay. So I. <laughs> I mean, I appre- I appreciate like the confidence people have given me, and that's why I appreciate friends. That's why I now have an actual. If you go on John Whiting slash gentrifiedcornbread dot com, which I have not made, there will be actual friendship. It's pretty much just a tax form, and just got rid of the one zero nine nine little number, and you know, like you tell me your income, like where you live, I scratched out the actual like, form for like. Uh, tax withholding you just like put your favorite colors and you know I'll go from there okay cool what's my favorite color is it olive green it is green you can just yeah oh that was good that was good y'all he's I don't know why else's color Dude. you gotta you gotta get in there and then you gotta stir it up yeah stir it up then I gotta and I throw it up that's well, the there answer. you have it okay um, but yeah, well, this concludes our podcast because I went over by 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, D. I know you only had your lunch break for 30 minutes. Um, that's why I, <laughs> I actually recorded my podcast specifically so D could listen to it throughout his lunch break because he always listens to it. Oh, that's so, that's a good friend. Then you I'll, are a good friend. Well, D's also bored because he has no friends. Sorry, no, D. you do have I'm your only friend. No. Who cares about Jordan and Nico? They're... The only girlfriend you have moved away Keep from being you. a light, D. Like, you're an awesome artist. I don't know what you're doing, but I know you occasionally post he's your a, music clips. He's a book muncher. Wait, what's your last words to the people? Um, to leave them on, to oh, yeah. think of something for My the bad. week. Oh. It's the 50th epi- episode, so. Hey, Adam. Put a hearty face. Hey, Adam. Um, but, yeah. Um, the last words for um, this podcast for 50th episode... Um, I really want to give a huge shout out to my cousin Tavon, who actually, <laughs> uh, after work, the first like ten episodes I had, he would come down from um, Newport News, drive it all the way to Norfolk, um, and just like do my podcast with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember we, <laughs> we had a little video camera. We were in my um, ex girlfriend's dad's music room, <laughs> and we were just like stuffed ourselves in there. We had a little video camera. That's how we first recorded it. Um, yeah, I just uh, appreciate you, uh, Skeeter, for always just being a really good cousin to me, even though I normally act irrational, and I'm really mean to you a lot, um, but it's me testing you. I don't think I ever offered Skeeter an actual friendship application. I think it's, he, he was just... Cousins are your first true friends, though. Cousins yeah. and, and brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, a lot of my cousins are trash, though. Yeah. I mean, my parents only used to <laughs> let me hang out with my cousins, so... Now they all, majority of everyone has kids except for me and my sister, my younger sister, so... Oh, shout out to all the cousins who don't have kids and we can still hang out. Yes! <laughs> you're you're the real one, okay? I guess... Friend. If you guys have kids, that's cool. I mean, it's nothing wrong with having shout kids. Shout out to David. I'll babysit occasionally. But yeah, but um... But yeah, just... You know, you guys, um... <laughs> I appreciate... I could give them some... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> it's such an honor to be on the 50th episode but no for all in all seriousness um no keep being a light and flourishing your purpose this is my one of my true best friends i'm very thankful and blessed for him um and those who are listening um you have everything you need to be everything you need to be in life so make positive choices so you we're just talking to d right now and oh. i can see when you and if you listen to it uh yeah thanks <laughs> uh you guys have a great evening um Bye. See you later.